From Finance and Commerce, this is Beyond the Skyline, a podcast about economic development, commercial real estate, and construction in Minnesota. In each episode, you will meet business leaders, builders, entrepreneurs, and big thinkers. I'm David Bolander, editor of Finance and Commerce. Thanks so much for joining. Beyond the Skyline is sponsored by Ironmark Building Company. Whether it's a new luxury apartment building in the North Loop or expanding the community in the suburbs, Ironmark builds quality projects for discerning clients. Ironmark's foundation is built on a culture of collaboration with clients and projects that stand the test of time. Talk to Ironmark's award-winning team about your next construction project today. Go to ironmarkbuildingco.com. In this episode, Tamika Baskin, the new director of Aon's property management team, talks to FNC reporter Brian Johnson. Baskin talks about her personal and professional housing experiences and the ongoing challenge of providing affordable housing. All right. Well, I'm pleased to be joined by Tamika Baskin, who recently joined Aon's property management team as portfolio director. Um, Tamika joins Aon with an extensive background in affordable housing leadership over her career. She's worked in nearly every aspect of property management and most recently led a property management team at the Minneapolis Public Housing Authority, an organization she had been part of for more than 23 years. So, uh, Tamika, first of all, thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? I am doing great. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. So, um, yeah, just to get get started here, it sounds like you have a, a great background in uh, housing leadership, affordable housing. So, I want to talk about that for sure. But uh, first of all, how long have you been with uh, Aon now? When did you start your new role? Well, I started at Aon July thirty first. So, this okay. is uh, in my third week. Mm-hmm. At, at Aon, and it has been a wonderful experience so far. Everyone has been extremely helpful, been great, very supportive team. Um, so I'm I'm excited for what lies ahead here at Aon for me. Great. And so as portfolio manager for the property management team, can you talk a little bit about that and what your primary duties are? Well, as as the portfolio director, at Aon, I'm still trying to figure that out, right? I'm still trying to figure out my day-to-day. Um, but overall, I am responsible for guiding and supporting the site managers and their team. The overall, um, you know, complete the mission of Aon, um, what support that they need from me, how are we managing the properties um, financially responsible on a day-to-day while providing that uh, quality customer service that we want our residents to have. Um, so I'm still learning my day-to-days, but overall, I'm here to really support support the team that I have now. Okay. So uh, Aon, and, and we know that Aon's a nonprofit developer, owner, and manager of more than 6,000 or almost 6,000 affordable homes in the Twin Cities area. Um, and is tackling the affordable housing crisis that lingers in the aftermath of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, tell us a little bit more about that and uh, the, the crisis that we're facing now on the affordable housing front, and especially since um, COVID. Um, what, what are the challenges we're facing there? 
today. It just it's 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 always an issue, right? Yeah. Affordable housing is always an issue. Um, what, uh, what can you put that in perspective for us? Yeah. So, how from my perspective, the the COVID experience that we've all had. Um, as far as the affordable housing piece, it really has created challenges on both ends for both residents and the landlord. So um, we had a stop of, of payments of, of rent. Um, and right now it's the challenge of getting resident residents back to paying, getting them up to speed, finding out what we could do, everything we can do. So that they could keep their home, that they could, you know, get current on their rent, right? And still recovering as a landlord of that financial loss as well. We also experienced in COVID the, the rise in, well, not the rise, but understanding those mental health challenges that can come with an experience in COVID um, and how residents um, have to balance, you know, between maintaining their homes um, and then also supporting their families as well. Um, so in the COVID, people lost, some people lost jobs, some people lost income. So they're really still in recovery. So as a landlord, being supportive, being sensitive to those challenges that they've experienced while um, moving forward for financial gain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. No, the mental health, um, even before COVID, it was a challenge. Um, but what social services, like where, where can we get social services to help individuals um, go through those challenges that came along even before the COVID hit? Um, so the COVID was more of a um, a pause that we've experienced where those challenges beforehand just increased. Okay. And just to uh, circle back a little bit, when you talk about your as portfolio director, um, can you give us a sense of the how many uh, units we're talking about there in that portfolio, and kind of where your housing um, assets are, and uh, just kind of to understand the scope of it. Right. So my portfolio has not been solidified yet, but I will have anywhere to from 600 to 800 units um, ranging from the areas of um, downtown Minneapolis. So each east uh, village would be one of them. Um, I'll have one in Bloomington, Blooming Meadows North, and then also in Edina, Sound on 76, and then moving over to the north area, um, Carrington and Brooklyn Center. Okay. Okay. And we mentioned uh, in our in our introduction that you uh, were with the Minneapolis Public Housing Authority for 23 years. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, what sort of hats did you wear there, and um, you know what was that experience like? Sure. So I started at Minneapolis Public Housing Authority. Um, my official job with them, my first one was the receptionist. Um, and I came to, I went to Minneapolis Public Housing based off an internship that was supported um, and encouraged by um, one of my mentors and greatest supporters right now, the former um, CEO of Minneapolis Public Housing Authority, Ms. Cora McCorvey. So through the program that she um, she implemented with a local agency, I was able to obtain an internship there 
And I had several positions from the receptionist to the um, eligibility technician, worked in Section 8, um, was the property manager of a downtown high rise of Minneapolis Public Housing Authority. And then before I came to AM, was one of the regional managers overseeing about 944 units in Northeast Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. okay. So it was, a, it was an experience, an experience over at Minneapolis Public Housing. I'll forever be grateful for them. Yeah. What attracted you to the opportunity at AON? Sure. So with my experience at Minneapolis Public Housing, it was mainly in the public housing side of it. Mm -hmm. um, and then over the years, I just grew a passion for affordable housing um, and understanding the necessity of it. And then also my personal experience and the experience of my family, I had a great passion for it. So I believe to truly understand it and truly truly advocate for it how I desire. I wanted to get asked different areas of affordable housing, understanding um, different pieces of it. So I saw this position um, and I thought it would be a great opportunity to expand my experience and my knowledge in the affordable housing field and truly be an advocate um, for my community and the communities um, that we contribute to. Okay. You mentioned your personal experiences. Do you care to expand on that at all? Or Yeah, yeah. no, sure. Um, so I grew up in a public housing authority um, with my mother, um, mm -hmm. two different ones. One was a really great experience um, where they valued it, and one was not, a not so great experience. Um, I've, in my younger years, I was displaced. Um, when I first went out on my own and my first apartment, it got too expensive. So I just couldn't afford there. Um, but I was working hard, doing two jobs. So I understand the challenges that come with, you know, trying to um, trying to maintain your housing and also try to do the other things that come with growing and becoming an adult and the challenges that come with it. So um, over the years, it just became a passion of mine and an experience um, that I greatly enjoyed. Yeah. Wow. So you come at it from from a standpoint of personal experience as a youth, as an adult, and uh, it's really a struggle, isn't it? When even people with sometimes two, three jobs still struggle to find a place that they can afford. And so um, sounds yeah. like you walk that walk as a lot of us have. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's not a matter of people not trying. Um, it's that opportunity um, that suits them, um, that works best. And so how can we provide those opportunities, that quality home that everyone deserves, that affordability that everyone deserves, or someone can still um, afford to have their home, a quality home, and feed their family and take a family vacation, right? We all deserve um, those life experiences. Mm -hmm. So I believe that my professional and my personal experience um, has, is really helping me navigate through these challenges um, that our communities experience. Like, what can I contribute um, to the community? I understand, you know, I've been there. Um, and then as a professional, how can I support um, the communities that we're serving? And then it helps me look at it through a different lens as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So wait, 
you know, we've alluded to the fact that affordable housing has long been a challenge in the metro area and beyond. Um, would you say it's gotten worse since the time you started out in this business 20 plus years ago, or what's the biggest change since then? Well, I would personally say that it has gotten worse. Um, it appears that the disparity between the cost of housing and the income of families has vastly changed and increased. Um, so that is definitely a challenge. I also mentioned about the mental health aspect of it, um, where those challenges where, you know, those persons with mental health challenges uh, need that quality home, deserve that quality home. Um, but how do we provide them that home and then ensure that they have the sources um, in place to have short-term and long-term success mm -hmm. um, and, and not navigate back to homelessness because they're not successful because they don't have that support. Yeah, I think that's a great point because you can't just throw someone in a apartment that maybe they can afford, but they don't have those services there. And yes. they have the services that's, uh, there are a lot of different levels to it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I mentioned that short term and the long term is, is equally important. So the short term, taking them, bringing them into the home, but also ensuring that they have services at that moment. So they don't experience what could be like trauma of being in a different location. Like, is it in a different area than they're used to? Um, have they experienced some some financial challenges? Do they know how to, you know, balance a budget, et cetera, those short terms? And then the long terms, when, when things came up, come up and they're not sure how to navigate through that, do they have the support in place um, for long term as well? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. Did you grow up here in the Twin Cities? Um, did you go to school here? Sure. So I, my, my father worked at Honeywell. Um, he started when I was five years old. So um, for a period of time, we would come, I would come visit him for like summers and holidays and eventually moved here in 1990, maybe with him. And mm -hmm. I've been here since. So I um, was born in Los Angeles, but I just say Minneapolis is home. Minnesota is home. This is what I'm used to. Um, even in the winter when I'm like, why am I here? I'm not going anywhere. This is Minnesota's home to me. Um, and I received my bachelor's and master's degree through Metropolitan State. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I truly enjoy Minnesota. Okay. How long were you in Los Angeles before you moved to the Twin Cities? Oh, I was in Los Angeles, I would say maybe three, four years Okay. Went to we lived in Des Moines, Iowa for a short period of time. Mm -hmm. Went back to Los Angeles. Um, so again, my personal experience um, navigating for affordable affordability and housing, I've experienced at young ages, um, and then as a young adult. So those are some of the challenges that come with not having stable housing. Is that you're migrating from place to place. So when I had the opportunity to make Minnesota my home instability um you know i made sure i, I, I stuck with it yeah. so have you worked in all kinds of different uh aspects of affordable housing from like what i guess what what, what is your focus there are you looking at um i know aon does develops new new housing new homes 
there's some uh, naturally occurring affordable housing as well. Um, is that kind of the types of uh, housing that you'll be uh, involved in, uh, just kind of across the spectrum? or? Yes, it will be across the spectrum. And that is one of the things that attracted me to Aeon, that I would have an opportunity to learn outside the public housing realm. So I have a property that's NOAA, I have a property that's mixed development um, with tax credits, I have a private market um, property. So I'll be able to um, receive all that experience in those different areas and again, truly be an advocate um, for affordable housing across the realm. Great. Well, did, did you, you, you've been generous with your time, Tamika, and I don't want to take up too much of your time, but is there any other, uh, you have any other thoughts before I let you go? Um, no other thoughts. I'm just really excited to be at Aon. I, again, everyone has been wonderful, uh, extremely helpful and supportive, and the the team is solid so i really look forward to learning and contributing to the team um learning the aeon way is what i've been seeing the last couple of weeks but also bringing my skills and my experience and contributing to the team as well um so i'm excited for this journey all right well they're lucky to have you and um we i appreciate your time tamika good luck with your new job thank you so much i appreciate you have a good day you. you too